What's up, Cloud Gamers? Welcome to another episode of CGX Cast. This is episode 69. And this is our first episode of 2022. So we took a little break, but it's good to be back. We have a new member to the panel. Uh, Tito will uh, introduce you here in a bit. Uh, but we got a lot of the OG members back. Uh, so in this podcast, man, we're just going to be reflecting on 2021. Uh, just giving you guys a, a recap of how we felt all the cloud game platforms did. And then we're going to talk about predictions for 2022 and let you guys know what our thoughts on what these platforms are going to do for 2022. So should be a fun one. Um, again, you guys, we have a poll going up. Let us know who you thought did what, did well, or didn't do too well in 2021. Let us know in that poll as well. But yeah, good stuff. We're going to start by introducing the panel members and then we'll check in with the viewers afterwards. So to get started, GTP, sir, how are you doing? Welcome back. You took a little little break. How does it feel to be back and how was your vacation, yeah. sir? Holidays have been great. I always like the uh, same, same thing this time of year, every year. I like to just chill as much as I can. Don't go to work. Don't make too many videos. And usually go back and play some games that I just haven't had time to mess with or, or missed. So like end of December and into like January normally while we're waiting for games to start rolling again after the holidays, I'm always going back and playing like a lot of older games and, and catching up. So that's kind of like my favorite nice. thing to do during this time. Nice. What, what games were you playing catching up on? So surprisingly, one that I've been putting a bit of time into is The Witcher 3. Um, when that game released in like May of 2015, that's about the time we found out my wife was pregnant and gaming got like switched off for just like a little bit while I got busy and uh, got ready for that. So until like 2018 for a couple of years, I missed out on a few big titles. So like, this is that time I go back and start messing with those and Witcher 3 has been kind of the main one I've been trying to get through. Okay, cool, Mostly cool. because season two for me was awesome and there wasn't yeah. enough. So then I went and just started <laughs> playing the game and I'm like, okay, this will satisfy me for a yeah. while until like God of War PC or Extraction or whatever we're going to get into this month. Yeah. So th- are you playing the first one or the third one? Which wish are you on right now? The third, Wild Hunt. Yeah, uh, just the third three, one right now. Yeah. One. Okay. Yep. Good stuff, man. Good to see you on here, GTP. And again, can't wait to get your take on 2021 and predictions for 2022 um but yeah good stuff holds how are you doing sir what have you been playing how was the holidays build the people uh, in yeah my holidays have been great you know just sitting back with the family but i just feel like i haven't stopped i think people have just been dropping me links dropping this podcast <laughs> dropping this. so i feel like i've just been around everyone's community it's been all games and movies all over the new year so I feel yeah. like I haven't stopped um, sitting down to play a game. I finally got round to Darksiders 3. I'm up to the same point I was on the PlayStation 4. Because yeah. I remember I got distracted by, I think it was Uncharted 4 at the time. So now it's on stage. I'm finally catching up, finally enjoying it, and finally progressing the, the franchise. Because I never finished 3, and I never finished Darksiders Genesis. So yeah. I feel like I'm in a Darksiders mood. So <laughs> fingers crossed, all, it'll all go well for me. All right. Are you playing it on Stadia? I am. I'm playing Dark Souls okay. on stage because it was a pro game. So I thought, yeah. oh, I might, I might yeah. as well utilize what I've got. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what, and, go ahead. And also, I went round to my brothers just to showcase some, you know, 
GeForce now, the 3080 TL. I've shown yeah. my um, non-gamer brother, and he was like, wow, this is amazing. It looks like a movie because I showed him Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I was like, no, Ooh. it's a game. So good game. I feel good like I'm game. trying to. I feel like I'm trying to twist my brothers to get back into the game because they're <laughs> kids in my life. So yeah. I feel like I'm trying to get everyone back on board. So that Tomb Raider 3080 tier is is a beautiful game to show off. So good good choice of game to show off for sure with the 3080 rig. Uh, just one note, Dark Side is for you though. How was the performance in Stadia? Because when I demoed that game, I was like, man, this ran pretty well. Looked pretty good too. I think it was hitting 4K as well. But how was yeah, Dark look, Dark Side? Looks all nice on my TV when I tried yeah. it. I tried it on the native app and I tried it on the CCU. No stutters. You know, I've, yeah. I've had perfect connection. Colors look yeah. great. Graphics look great. It's not. I don't look at it and go, oh, it's it's worse than my PlayStation 4 Pro. But it, you know, it has been running smooth and that's all that matters to me yeah. you know smooth game all around cool cool man holds it's always good to see and you're right i saw you on multiple channels uh you know people send you links so, uh, i think what happens yeah. is i think because you've took a break on the cgx i think everyone's just like yeah why, why you've got time it's like i don't have time but i seem to be seem to be squeezing them in everywhere right so. right good to see you holds good to see you Duncan, sir, how have you been? How was your New Year's? How was your Christmas? And what have you been playing? What platform? Oh, it's been same old, same old with me. I'm playing too many games, and I don't still don't have enough time to play everything I want to play. Uh, I'm being a bit of a lunatic at this moment in time and going replaying the Assassin's Creed series on GFN. Absolutely right. class. I've nice. got sucked into uh, a Holtz game. It's being Holtz's top five games of all time. <laughs> Surviving Mars. I've just got absolutely <laughs> playing that. You know and it the, 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 the rest of the panel are playing great games that you can say Holtz <laughs> played that first. The Witcher 3, Final Fantasy 7, 10, and there's Duncan Mars. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and Assassin's Creed to be fair, and, uh, and I've also dipped into some Forza, but the, the game has actually surprised me over the Christmas period, and I played this on Stadia and on GFM as well, is Destiny 2. What the hell's a horse doing in Destiny 2? Can someone explain that at me, please? What, Wait, is, what is a horse doing a horse in, in Destiny 2? There's a horse in Destiny 2, now I'm going, what the heck is going Are on with serious? that? Yes, it's a, it's part of the new wee thing. It's a to do with sewer. It's like a couple of wee challenges and things like that. Like you um, can but, you can ride the horse. No, you're, you're sitting there shooting out all, all the aliens and all that sort of carry on, and then you hear this horse making noises during it. And it's going, what the heck, what the heck is that all about? <laughs> they gotta keep the game fresh, Duncan. You know, just <laughs> just throw a, throw a horse in Destiny, man. They'll get people back. It's you know? it's just someone yeah. dressed as a horse. It's not actual horse. It's just someone winding Duncan up. It's what it is. Yeah, it, it is. Uh, but it's, I have to say that mode to put into the game is absolutely class and well worth checking out if you haven't, because you'll be, if you haven't played Destiny 2 in a while, you'll be drunk, dropped straight into that. Yeah. I'm amazed by how many people that game consistently pull, like, pulls back. Like, I know Rock, you know, is, is, is a big one. He always seems to, like, go back to playing Destiny. And I think Duncan, you're well, and I have friends as well. Like when a new DLC comes, you know, becomes available, they just go back. It's crazy. I can't. I can't. I played. I put over eight hundred dollars, uh, eight hundred dollars in Destiny One, and put about like five in Destiny Two. I'm just like Destiny out, man. 
but kudos to you guys who who jump back every DLC, man. Kudos to you. Good stuff. Duncan, it's good to have you on here. Uh, let's uh, oh, check in. Go ahead. I'm just going to do a wee tiny wee thing here. Just if you're, if you're not a big Destiny 2 player, uh, the for, I think it's Forsaken is now free for everybody until the new DLC comes out because there will be some setting that if you want to get into the controversy. Ooh. So if you, if you haven't played that, uh, you can play that for free at the moment. So, okay. So is there any way to claim it and have it forever? Or is it just like a time frame of I, I, you got to play it by this time? You have to play it now, okay. basically. So okay. if, you, if you haven't played it, you can go check out that bit of a uh, campaign. Cool, cool. Yeah. Okay. You guys heard it here. Go check it out if you guys want to check out Forsaken and Destiny 2. Gamer, how are you, sir? It's good to get to see you. How was your Christmas? How was your New Year's? And let the people know what you've been playing, what platform. Yeah, um, the holidays were great. I relaxed with the family like everyone else, right? Didn't go anywhere, didn't do anything. Um, you know, kept it kept it safe. Uh, in terms of what I've been playing, probably, God, man, like Jerry, I, I've been on, on Witcher. Uh, I, finished, I finished season two, right? It, and it just, uh, it pulled me back. But then I played for a while, and then I remembered why I kind of stopped. And I jumped over to the division two. It's just, it's just some, something a little easier to, to wrap my head around. But I was like, okay, I am not yeah. going to kill this bear. He can have, <laughs> he can have the lamb. Keep it. I'm out of here. <laughs> so yeah, that's uh, that's me. That's man. Um, yeah, but it it was pretty chill, super low key. And um, okay. I played division on, on Stadia, by the way. Then I jumped over to GeForce Now, which. I shouldn't have done that because then yeah, I ended up staying on GeForce now with so yeah. Okay. But it was it was good overall though. Cool, cool. So just to clarify with why you don't play the Witcher is it is just a little task yeah, that you have to do. Yeah. Okay. yeah, it's just too much, man. I'm like, okay. dude, I do not want to go find this. I really don't. <laughs> <laughs> and then and and you know, you, you gotta hike halfway across the mountain. <laughs> And then hike all the way back. I'm like, I am not doing this. <laughs> you, you can ride your horse, though. Yeah, but, dude, nah, I need it. Yeah, that's a little much for me, man. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. I hear. Cool, cool. Good to have you on here, gamer. It's, it's, yeah, it's pretty cool seeing the people. And it's a, it's a test of what a good show can do. Like, people are going back to play The Witcher because, you know, they just watch season two and they want more. Um but yeah, maybe in the future, that combination of, you know, TV show, a movie, plus a cloud game, like we talked about previously with Netflix. But yeah, good stuff, gamer. Good to have you. So we have a new member to the panel, um, Tito. If you guys don't know, we just launched a CGX uh, Espanol channel. So if you guys were wanting, you know, cloud game content Spanish, definitely check that out. But Tito's leading the charge there, and he's going to be joining here in CGX Cast. So, Tito, let the people know who you are, what you do, and what you've been playing, what platform. Hi, everyone. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm Tito. Well, my name is Tito. In Spanish, is Tito because I'm a Spanish. But I know you, English speakers, always say Tito. Right. But that's right. fine. <laughs> so, well, yeah, I, you know, uh, some of you already know me, especially if there are some Spanish speaker users because I have been heavily involved in the GeForce Now Spanish community. Uh, you know, hundred, uh, managing some Telegram groups, some helping with some Twitter accounts and websites. And yeah, just 
that's it. You know, it's nice to be here. And thank you for having me. Yeah. And well, in terms of games that I played during these holidays, to be honest, I didn't play much. Um, yeah. Most of my family had COVID, so I had to help Ooh, <laughs> taking tough. care of them. Yeah. Fortunately, all of them are fine. But I bought yeah. several games, you know, with the Epic Sales and Stick Dales. I bought Desperados 3. I played it a bit this morning. Uh, I also bought The Last Stand, Aftermath, Ride 4, motorbike game. I love motorbike games, MotoGP games as well. Nice. Some racing games from Milestone uh, called Wearable, which I didn't know anything about, but it was only three, three euros, three dollars. And, and that's it, to be honest. Not much time playing, but, but you know, I'm hoping I'll play all those games that I bought. But, you know, I have a big backlog of games that I have to play. So <laughs> <laughs> let's see. <laughs> I love playing games and not playing them, you know. Sorry, buying games, but not playing them. (laughs) Right, right. Welcome to Cloud Gaming, man, where you have a catalog of games that you don't touch, right? But, (laughs) no. Good stuff, Tito. Good to hear you gaming. Um, Sorry to hear about your family and COVID over the holidays. Oh, good. All of them are fine, so, you know, nothing major. Thank you. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Good to have you on. All right, me myself, I've been playing some Final Fantasy VII Remake using Shadow uh, PC, still playing NBA 2K22 on Shadow PC, and uh, man, trying to beat Kenna. I beat Life is Strange uh, True Colors finally, so I can check that off my list. The second game I beat uh, uh, 2021, the first being uh what is it that blade infinity game right it was only two hours long so pat myself in the back beat two games last year right so i have a huge catalog of of games that i need to get to um but yeah so that's it for me uh let's check in with the the chat see how you guys are doing and uh, man, you guys are on here. Appreciate you guys being on here. Makers, good to see you, my dude. Happy, good to see you. CGD, good to see you. Hell Monkey, good to see you. By the way, Monkey's back, guys. If you guys haven't been checking out his la- <laughs> if you guys haven't been checking out his latest news vids, he's back. Ray, good to see you, my dude. Eddie Play One. Good to see you. Zero games for me. Good to see you. Um, Ken, Mr. W, good to see you. What up, Jamie? Jamie Lee Williams. I'm just... <laughs> uh, you're going to hear, you're gonna hear uh, some some stuff from Duncan, hopefully. Uh, Tyler, good to see you. Victor, good to see you. Cloud Gamer, good to see you. Lawson, good to see you, my dude. Uh, Kyle, I'm going to call you Kyle. Hope I'm not butchering that name. Good to see you. Holtz, I see in the chat. Um, and Charles, I think I said what's up to you. If not, hey, good to see you as well. But let's get right into this. So let's start with CES. And again, this C, we're going to hopefully spend a little time here. And then we're going to move over to 2021, right? So just going to open this up. Don't want to spend a lot of time here. CES came... When it comes to cloud gaming, we heard announcement from Samsung, right? Uh, they're going to be including uh, Google Stadia and GFN with the new 2022 TV. So if you have a old Samsung TV, uh, you will... I What is that, Duncan? Ubopnik. Huh? They're also adding Ubopnik. 
Probably oh, yeah. Me. Hoops. It's trash. But just don't, <laughs> we're not talking about that. No. Yeah, I can go to the and that. Will it be bigger than people realize? That's what you you think I, so? So I got yeah. so excited when I saw the announcement and I, you know, paid my, got my seven day free trial, went to test it. I was, I was really disappointed. First of all, they only have a, like a PC app, right? So if you want to play it on like your TV or if you don't have a Samsung TV, but if you want to play in your mobile TV, it's just like the PlayStation now. It's, it's limited to just PC and exclusive TVs. And then the game selection is trash, bro. I don't know. Like, the reason why I think it's going to be bigger than you probably realize, you may think the game selection is trash if you're uh, a reasonably... Uh, I'm just I'm trying to word this right, not, not to offend people. If you are... Uh, what I would call a console gamer or a PC gamer. Okay. They, they, them game, a lot of them games will not appeal to you. There's a couple of games which I think are hidden gems in there, but you have to go through them all. But they've got a lot of the, the total and other casual games which are going to appeal for uh, Joe Dogs on the seat or on this on this TV, and he just wants to play a wee stupid uh, time management game. And games like that, uh, the, the, the selection is there for a completely and utterly different audience. So I think maybe it, for the console and PC gamer, it may not look the best, but the, the games there do have audiences. Because I, I, I know a lot of people play them. What's them? The, the games where you have to find all the different things on the screen or you have to go around and click on all these sort of things. Again, different audiences, but I think people are going to be surprised and uh, maybe how much that actually takes off. Okay, we'll see. And again, being on Samsung TV, maybe that's going to give them that publicity or marketing that they need. Because honestly speaking, this, from what I've hear and it's been available for quite some time, but I knew nothing about it until this news but um, but yeah, we'll we'll see how this plays out, and let us know if you guys want us to cover that. I fell asleep trying to do a video on it, so. But if you guys want it, uh, we'll we'll have to revisit it. But I just want to uh, give a shout out to Superdell TV uh, again. If you guys don't know who Superdell is, think about what we're doing for gaming. They're doing that for uh, media format. So the cord cutters, I'm sure you guys have heard of them. So Netflix, Hulu. HBO Max, uh, Superdell does, he focuses on that, has a huge following, been following the dude for the longest time. And just to let you guys know, I'm going to be on his show Friday um, at 3 p.m. PST. So if you guys were interested in um, what he does, check us out over there this Friday coming up, 3 p.m. PST. Fidel, it's good to see you, man. Um, I hope we can continue to collab. I think it's going to be awesome. I think, again, I joke about this. We're like brothers and sisters. We cover similar things. So good to see you in the chat, Del. But let's keep going uh, with this. But Duncan, yeah, CES, Samsung, they're going to be offering cloud gaming to their TV service for 2022 models. Kind of a bummer because I own... 8000 series Samsung TV and that's not going to be getting any love so I hope that they can go back and you know update the previous TVs 
But just want to know, we're, we're seeing this now. I actually have a TLC. Is it TLC? Yeah, TLC TV that I'm working on reviewing. But end of 2021, CES 2022, TV and native cloud gaming apps uh, on it seems to be a big push. Just want to check in with you guys. How significant is this? And do you guys see this like changing the um, the landscape of just cloud gaming as a whole? I know, host, this is something that you're very passionate about. So how I'm just going to open this up to you guys. How big was this at CES, the native apps being available on smart TVs? Anyone hop on? Well, I'll go first. You know, I, I love the idea. You know, I was always a big supporter of having native apps on TVs. I don't want HDMI cables at the back of my TV. I don't want to use power plugs. I just want the native app and see what the app can deliver. I remember LG came out and said, stayed in GeForce Now. I was o- over the moon because LG is my first go-to, but my close on its heels is Samsung. So the next person or the next manufacturer to deliver this would definitely be samsung i think a lot of people actually love samsung in the united kingdom and europe so i think this is a big huge push for cloud gaming because why not just get a controller turn on your tv and there it is in the home menu all lines up lovely all your games and all that you can just jump right in so and when i actually seen samsung tv 2022 tvs i was like yes no Invest the money you was going to spend on a PlayStation 5 or local hardware and put it on a lovely display because these displays with GeForce Now All Stadia is going to blow your socks off. But to me, in CES, one thing that caught my eye was the Samsung Freestyle Projector. I thought mm. to myself, Samsung, if you just come out and just say cloud native apps are on that device, I would run out and buy it because I'll be taking that projector everywhere. I'll be going around the whole house, but on different walls, taking it to the park, I'll be taking it to work. I'll be just so thought, Samsung, please. Be serious, bring the apps, update last year's TVs if you can. And yeah, I'm looking forward to see what other manufacturers will come next. Sony, please. Yeah. Can you tell uh, people more about the Samsung Freestyle uh, projector? What, what exactly is that and why does that excite you? So it, it, it's a small, it's a small like cylinder shape, 360 um, audio device that you can use assistance with. But also if you tilt it down, it's got a 1080 um 60 fps screen so you can project up to 100 inch and it uses a samsung tv user interface so if you're used to the sort of user interfaces from your samsung tvs you'll be used to this so imagine just you know playing your music then flipping it on its side project 100 inch tv and just saying bixby blah 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 play google stadia whatever game and there it will be projected on a lovely um wall 100 inches it'll be amazing and you know you can you don't have to connect to a power plug you can actually charge the battery and take it anywhere it's a portable device okay and so instead so instead holding the big huge tv round this might be an option for people who actually love all that oh it, it is it portable yes so no wires so you can actually charge the battery up take the battery and you can wow. use a micro micro hdmi Ooh. as well but of course, native apps will be like Disney Plus, HBO Max, Netflix. So imagine if Ooh. Samsung really want to be serious and actually bring cloud apps, it'll be a it'll be a Ooh. thing to. That's cool, and you know, other companies are going to copy this. All one company needs to do is just make this like Android TV powered, you know, and you can then get hopefully all your apps this is cool i like the concept I had no idea but like i said i said i said buying like nvidia shield spend my 
um, CCUs and stuff like yeah. that. If you want to just invest your money in the Samsung TV or maybe the LG range, you're definitely going to be on a winner there with the. Um, and I'm sure N- um, Nvidia said that they are looking to upgrade their native app to support higher resolution within yeah. a year. So you know, if you to. invest now, maybe May June, you might actually see the up to 4K 60 on the services apart from Stevie. Agreed. Thanks, Holt. Anyone else with CS? What stands out to you guys when it comes to cloud gaming? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm curious about the Samsung TVs uh, announcement because, as we all know, it's, uh, the TVs or the smart part of the TVs are known for having crappy network cards, crappy Bluetooth modules, uh, and the CPUs are not that great. I know that obviously for cloud gaming, you don't need it much uh, CPU power, yeah. but you need a proper network card and proper good yeah. Bluetooth model. So I'm kind, kind of curious about how it's going to work on the new series. I'm guessing that obviously it's going to be a new model. They are not going to put some crappy hardware in charge of the Tyson. I think it's, that's how it's called their, their operating system. Yeah. But I will not have much hopes in terms of uh, getting GeForce now in Stadia on all their Samsung TVs because most likely the network cards and the Bluetooth on those TVs is crap. You know, yeah, I think yeah, when they say I, Samsung, it's the flag the flagship of games and the flagship of yeah. TVs. It's not going to be the budget entry TVs. Yeah, exactly, so. exactly. And as you say, Holtz, uh, in Spain, Samsung TVs are super popular as well, but budget Samsung TVs. When it comes to high end, people buy either Sony or LGs. They don't tend to buy Samsung. Of course, I know the new models are going to be, you know, uh, super good. But probably new models from LG and so it will be super good too. So I unfortunately not many people will benefit from that, but definitely it's good for the adoption. You know, the adoption is increasing. It's good. A lot of people are that still doesn't know anything about cloud gaming will just switch on the TV and say, okay, what is this stadia? What is this GT first now? And try it and, and probably some of them will end up using it. Yeah. True. And. If they, like you're saying, Tito, if those apps are available right in front of you, right, it definitely would get you curious to want to check it out and, and try it out. But yeah, I, I was actually trying to find some of the specs for these TVs to just see, you know, what, you know, kind of Wi-Fi they're running, but I couldn't find any. But what I'm seeing here is that they are pushing 4K 120 FPS, some of them even trying to hit 8k looks like but anyway it'll be good to know what these specs are but i'm assuming this being a premium product samsung making premium tvs and devices that they'll have and especially if they're trying to push cloud uh which i mean they made a whole announcement about it i would assume that they would have the proper right specs for cloud gaming in these tvs uh but yeah i can't wait to test them man that's going to be Something, you know, we focus on here is testing these TVs, man. So, good stuff. Anyone else see us? Uh, what stands would, out to you? I would, uh, I would just talk about NVIDIA and their press conference. Okay. Uh, uh, I'll just quickly t- touch on the Samsung apps. Uh, I think it's something to keep an eye on going forward. When we talk into 2022, I think my point will become a bit clearer uh, what I'm going to be meaning by that. Uh, I think the NVIDIA press conference just showed where GeForce Now is in the minds of NVIDIA. It kicked off the show. There was a big yeah. showcase off. Yeah. Show off. And not only was it GeForce Now, they are embracing the cloud with all, a lot of the other products as well. We're Omniverse and all that sort of carry on. 
But the thing I want to draw attention to is they have gained 3 million more members or whatever way you want to say, three, more, three million more people have signed up to GeForce now. That might but, be free mm-hmm. uh, or, or it could be paid for. And the thing about that is it doesn't matter if they're free or paid for, they can beat down the doors of the big publishers and developers and go, we have now got 15 million people signed up one way or another to GeForce Now. So they've added 3 million more people in just over three months. No matter what platform you're on, that is sort of impressive going. And I think they need to be given the props for that. I'm just curious to see what we're going to see from GFM for the rest of the year because it is a definite noticeable change there that NVIDIA are really pushing them and it's it's front and centre. Yeah, I I think you're right. I was really shocked when that conference kicked off and GFN was the first thing on on the agenda, right? Um, Really cool to see that... GFN means that much to them to kick off a show with it. But yeah, good point. And anyone else with CS and cloud gaming? GTP, I'm calling. Oh, go ahead, game. GTP, you're next, man. I was going to mention GTP, right? I see all of this as as early, 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 early road mapping, right? Um, Yeah. They're, they're setting their intentions moving forward. None of this will be perfect out of the gate. Um, they're right. simply doing this to prove product market fit. It's something that I mentioned. Every, every good product professional understands that you throw something out and you see how the public responds. You, you collect data on it and then you make it better over time. They're, we're in a new generation of, and, and, and it started with gaming, right? Game, games and services, but um, physical hardware and other platforms have taken on the exact model. They aren't rolling all of the fixes day one. They aren't rolling the optimal performance day one. They aren't doing any of that. They're just giving you the basic right out of the gate and see what they can do with it over time. Yeah. Some people are m- much further along, right? Of course, um, regarding resolution and games and whatever. But in general, I look at it as just early road mapping to see, you know, how the rest of this cloud stuff pan out. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Okay. So who who do you think at this point is doing it the best with like, you know, early? Uh, you know, if I if I if I take a step back and really look at it, uh, I still have to say Stadia, right? I mean, that's to me they're they're further along in terms of resolutions, in terms of you know, a, a few things, um, ease of use, a, a user experience, but just a little further along for the average television consumer, not okay. for the gamer, not for the PC enthusiast, for the typical television consumer that Stadia. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. GTP, sir. Well, oh, so much. Um, oh. Yeah. The TV app thing is... The gripe I've always had is their performance, and that's something that we've talked about plenty of times because even all of us on this panel are old enough to remember life before TV streaming apps. They didn't exist that long ago, and and when companies started pushing those, you saw, you saw smart TVs, and you saw those start to come out, and to be honest, they were horrid when they first came out. They were horrible at, at buffering and, and picture quality. Um, I always have 
opted for my external box of whatever kind I'm using to run all of my apps. Over the years, it has gotten a lot better for the TV apps, of course, um, probably the last two years. But now we're just now starting to get the cloud gaming thing going on. So as Gamer was just saying, this is not going to be a perfect situation out of the gate as they add these apps natively to these TVs. And it will be limited for a reason because of hardware. Like, they're not going to update our older TVs because they just flat out wouldn't run the controller and the streaming and the the decoding and everything. It just wouldn't be a good experience. So you're only going to see this on the limited flagships like LG and now quarter two for Samsung when their TVs come out. So like you, I have the older version Samsung and I'm probably going to upgrade because I do want to mess with that Samsung gaming hub, not just for cloud, but I I love what I see, like the little bit I've seen of that, bringing the consoles, the cloud apps, the advertisements, the list of recently played games across all your platforms that you just click on it and it'll automatically go to that input or to that app. Um, I think Samsung's got something really good there for moving forward with bringing all the gaming, including cloud, to the TVs. So that's something I really want to see, and I want to see it enough that I might get a TV in 2022 to Mm. see it. Because I usually do – I'm almost always Samsung TVs since I've gotten into 1080p when it came out and then 4K and so on and so forth um, since like 2007 or so. I've always been Samsung TVs. So I think this is going to be one of their best updates towards gaming that they've probably ever had. Yeah. I I think you all are right on here. Um, What this shows is, you know, these companies, first of all, with cloud gaming, you have all the big tech invested, right? You have Amazon invested, you have Microsoft invested, and you have Google invested. So for those people who saying cloud gaming is not here to stay, <laughs> these big companies are making these moves, obviously, for a reason, right? So now let's move to electronics. Quick, quick question, nice. quick question. Go ahead. Is, is Google still invested? Oh, shoot. I knew. I saw Duncan's face, too. But, like, you know, I do see a lot of the same thing, Ace, where people are like, cloud's not not here to stay. It has come and gone so many times before. But... It's, yeah. it's not the same as it was before. The investment no. is different. The focus different. is different. And, and, and whether you jump in or not, or whether you like certain platforms or not, yeah. cloud's yeah. now never going anywhere. Cloud it's is not. now a part of gaming forever. It's not on live, right? It's not on live. It's not on live. I had to. I had to. Uh, <laughs> just, go ahead. Uh, just before I get flown under the bus here, uh, spectacularly, Google is invested in cloud gaming. The question is, is Google invested in Stadia? And then two things aren't mutually exclusive. So would you say Google is, I would say Google is invested in cloud as a whole, as far as like cloud gaming. I don't know. I think they're invested in cloud gaming. I 100% sure they are invested in cloud. Okay, so you're talking about like white labeling stuff. Yes. Okay. The, the, the yes, for the record, guys, yeah, we'll we'll save that. We have two huge segments for for all of that. We'll we'll get to all that fun jazz. Um, but anything else uh, for CES that we we didn't hit on? All right, I just want to say that PSVR two looks absolutely amazing. I heard it has cords though. What's up with that? Yes, it does. What in the world? They didn't learn cord, from Oculus. It's weird, but yeah, it looks good. It, it, people are referring it to the next gen of VR, so um, 
I don't know. I got the first one, hardly used it. Have my Oculus, you guys can see back there. Don't even touch it. So I don't know. <laughs> I think I'm VR'd out, man. But Maker of Chaos will probably kill me if he hears me saying that. But V and and no, not Mister too. Those two are huge in VR right now. But um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Have to give it more more time. But yeah, anything else with CS before we move on? Okay. So let's do 2021 recap, right? We're going to target each platform. Talk about Duncan, take your hoodie off, man. Talk about how they did, right? And what we feel. We're going to give them a grade at the end, right? We're going to talk about how they did and what improvements they can do. And, you know, in, in a way, what they did right as well. And then at the end of it, we'll give them a grade. So... To get started, uh, we'll start with holds, and we'll start with Google Stadia. We're going to go down the list. We're going to do Stadia. We're going to do Luna. We're going to do GeForce. Now we're going to do Xbox Cloud Gaming and Shadow PC. So uh, this is the podcast, guys. We're going to really get to the nitty-gritty of these platforms. We're going to grade them and, again, see what they can do to improve. So start with holds here. We'll start with Stadia first. Do you know, Stadia has been really great to me in 2021. You know, I started off coming from the back catalogue from 2020 and I was a bit worried as well because I thought maybe after, two, you know, the second year won't be as good as the first. And then as I started progressing, it was bringing the games what I was asking for. It was bringing me, you know, Resident Evil Village. It was bringing me um, FIFA. It brought me all the Ubisofts. It brought me expansions and it just brought me really stuff. Of course, it did drop the ball in certain other games that I wanted to see. But overall, if you ever said to me, what games did you want to see on cloud? I think Stadia did bring the majority of them for me and not just me my family you know my family was happy to say once again playing fifa but they were also happy to see bandai namco they were happy to see paw patrols they were happy to see spongebobs i was happy to see dragon ball z's and i just feel like that i played a lot of genres on this platform in 2021 and i felt they ran smooth as hell and of course, I only say Ubisoft titles because everyone says Ubisoft, but they did bring. I'm a big Ubisoft fan, so I was really happy to see like Rads as Republic and 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 all the other Assassin's Creed expansions and past Assassin's Creeds come. And you know, once again, Stadia has been very nice to me. I, I bought um, Far Cry Six and I brought Resident Evil Village and I got a free CCU. And all year round, I just feel like the sales have just been amazing. At, at certain titles so i did actually buy a lot of sale titles as well so overall it's been a good year for me for what i play okay fair enough fair enough and i i like the family share thin and you know i i know that's big for you because you have a lot of you know i i have six men i have six members that all share the um youtube premium account and yeah. stuff like that so it stage is already directly tied to it so i don't have to do nothing they've all got their own you know, ccus and he, i just click a little toggle switch add to family and age appropriate and they all play so okay. to me i've we're all happy with them um, stage in 2021 good good to hear how about you uh we'll go to tito next stadia 2021 hold on one second I need a grade from you, Holtz. What would you grade Stadia? Yeah, and also I forgot also I, I, I was doing backflips for the LG app as well. Me having this um, up to 4K 60 experience on a native LG app was just it was just a cherry on the top for 2021. Okay. Stadia is going to get a 7 off me 
They got an eight off me in 2020 because I think they had more hitters. They did drop the ball with some titles that I really wanted to see. Okay. Uh, but I went to another cloud. But it does actually get a sol- solid high seven. So okay. so seven out of ten. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or would you, would you like it? Yeah, so B. 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 Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Back to you, Tino. What, so, what yeah, when it comes to Stadia, that? I'm kind of a, a bit confused. Yeah. You know, uh, with Stadia always, Stadia has never been my favorite cloud gaming service for different reasons. The price of games, uh, image quality. But okay. still, you know, I, I was able to differentiate what I value, what I think people value. And I always thought, Stadia, if I had to pick one winner for cloud gaming, it would be Stadia. But my opinion, and I see at least from what I have seen on the Spanish uh, Stadia comu- community, 2021 has been disappointed for more, most Stadia users. I'm not speaking about users who might use other cloud gaming services, uh, but even for most Stadia users, at least you know, from what I have seen, it has been disappointed for most people. I have seen a lot of users who, you know, when Stadia was launched, oh, I'm not going to buy a console again. Why should I buy a console? Stadia is amazing. And several of them ended up buying a PlayStation 5 or Series X. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. You still can use cloud gaming and have a Series X. I have a Series X or a PlayStation 5. But a lot of people, once they made a switch, you know, they are not going to look at cloud gaming differently. Yeah. Uh, I totally understand the point that Hulk was making in terms of they still are adding games to the service. And depending on what you want to play, you know, you might be quite happy. You are a Dragon Ball phone, you have Dragon Ball Kakarot. But at the same point, you know, the games that are being added to the Stadia, when, are, when those games are new, it's games that most people don't care about. And when those games are not new and are popular, like Dragon Ball, for instance, are games that people probably already played two years ago. So I'm a bit confused with the Stadia, to be honest. Uh, uh, I really haven't made good improvements. Uh, if I remember right, there is a future where you can stream your games, you know, stream on YouTube live while you are playing. That's great. I wish I had it also on GeForce Now. But I don't know. I think they are missing news. I mean, if I if I compare at least uh, Stadia January 2021, Stadia January 2022, I think less people is using Stadia than before. Of course, that doesn't mean anything because as long as you have a Google account, you can come back to Stadia. It's not like, oh, I'm going to use it never again. I still have my Google account, right? My Gmail. Right. But I think, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's uh, strange. I don't know. I think they are going to be a winner still. I think they are going to be a winner, even if it's not my favorite service. Even if, you know, they are almost dead. <laughs> I think in the long term, they will be a winner. Not as a white, you know, white uh, label service, you know, providing cloud gate, the network infrastructure for their providers. I think Stadia will win. But I got no clue when, <laughs> to be honest. And it doesn't look like it's going to be anytime soon. Yeah. Okay. Give them a grade. What would you grade them? 2021 for three three out of ten <laughs> three out of ten okay yeah. all right good to know so we have holes at seven out of ten we have tito at three out of ten all right this ha- this happens each year every time i say a number <laughs> you go the opposite and when i no, say the opposite the you <laughs> all right so let's let's check in with gamers rate stadia um, are we are we going with um, the number out of ten, or are we going with like a a letter grade? Let's do the do, numbers. Yeah, numbers, do the numbers. The numbers, okay. Yeah. Um, so I agree with both 
Tito and Holtz, right? I think I'm in, in between both of these guys because for me, Stadia still meets the it meets the need. I um, I'm a big Madden player, right? That's the only place I can play Madden in the cloud, you know, unfortunately. Um, and when I say unfortunately because there is no community, right? It's I play the same five people. I know I know exactly what the same five people are going to run every play. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm playing this guy again. Okay, cool, let's go. <laughs> right, so that's that's a, that's a pain. Yeah. <laughs> it hurts, uh, but it's a good, quick cloud fix, right? So I got to give them kudos there. They are meeting a need for me, in terms of the other games and um, when comparing them to what others have done in 2021. I don't believe I don't believe Stadia's feature releases were anything to write home about, right? They released some control thing where they some controller and phone deal that I guarantee you less than one percent of the community used. They pro- everyone probably touched it to see what it was, but it's something that they'll probably never create a version two of, right? People don't care about that. It stinks. Um, it isn't a good feature. Uh, and then you they, they released. Um, you know, a few games that were okay, nothing to write home about, like Tito said. I mean, the, the stuff I, I played a long time ago. But if Stadia is all you have, you are happy. But fortunately, Stadia isn't all we have in general. So when I grade this, I have to compare it to everything. And I probably sit Stadia with like a five, uh, five out of ten. Okay. Five out of ten. So seven, three, five. Okay. Good to know. You ready for this GTP? Yeah, let's do it. You know this I'm saving Duncan Palast here. Oh, you got him, man. <laughs> you got him. Anyone who knows anything about Stadia and Duncan, he's got to be laughing. Well, that's right. GTP, <laughs> go ahead, man. Oh, man. You know, uh, poor Stadia. I, I got I to say, I was so much more hyped this time last year coming off of 2020 with Stadia and the amount of connects. And even though there was some disappointing stuff and we didn't always get what we wanted, uh, there was more interaction. There was just a lot more going on. To their credit, Stadia being pretty much the only console experience in the cloud, which makes it the most convenient. Trying to launch a new console locally would be challenging enough these days. Trying to do that in the cloud is even more difficult. And they certainly haven't helped themselves themselves with marketing and their own exclusives shutting down and that type of thing. And I think 2021 was a year of treading water for Stadia where they had a set deal, you know, of games they knew were coming. They brought all the games that they said they would basically for 2021. They hit their goals, which were goals we already knew about. What the bad thing was is we didn't get much in 2021 as far as any more information. Like we we never got we we didn't get a lot of new stuff as far as what's going to be coming for the future. Um, and in my opinion, the ports we were getting in the beginning compared to what I would call mid through end of 2021, they just weren't as good. Uh, the performance, you know, speaking of just the performance, um, too much 30 FPS for me. You know, it's great. I, I was using Stadia for my Ubisoft titles, like um division and stuff like that really liked going there because it is the most convenient way to launch your games in the cloud and play and it just runs better on more devices for me that's just you know i don't always love the image quality but stadia does tend to just be quicker and, and run decent on a bunch of devices but when you're giving me far cry 6 and riders republic and stuff at 30 fps in the cloud it was rough for me so i had to switch over and 
and do different things. So Stadia's had a very up and down kind of kind of year with performance of games. Um, I don't think they did enough to turn marketing around, except they did do better in the past couple months of the year. If I was just going to give them a grade for the whole year, I'm going to be slightly nice and maybe go with a six. Um, it's a good bit lower than what I would okay. w- was thinking. I think I'll yeah. go with a six because they did keep promises as far as like what they said they would bring, features they were working on, the game count they were going to bring. It may not have been for me. I didn't like a lot of the ports and performance and different things going on, but I'll sit with a six for them because I think that even though there are a lot of disappointed stadiums out there, there are plenty of people that Stadia did okay for them. So, Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Thanks for that, GTP. All right, here we go. All right. Duncan, let's hear it. Give Stadia. Oh, wait. Okay, six. All right, we got you great. Sorry. Duncan, go ahead. Yeah, leaving me to the end. You're just a troll, and you just That's think right. I'm just gonna go. Uh, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna. Don't go on them. I'm gonna say, spoilers alert. Um, I'm actually gonna be giving the Tyrant Tito. So there you go. There's your spoilers for. for... GTP <laughs> was <laughs> uh, stole by the what I was going to be saying. This time last year, Stadia came into the year, and they had something which it's really really difficult to have and that's momentum they had momentum with the game which shall not be named uh, uh running well there everybody was enthusiastic and where the platform was going then we had hitman coming out and then madden dropped so january was absolutely pretty decent for steady even though they didn't do any communication but we don't talk about the communication till the end uh then Shutting down the studios is just the overhanging thing for the whole year for them. And it has just totally and utterly sucked a lot of confidence out from the platform. And you cannot run away from that. You cannot, oh, it's a new platform or it's a new this, it's new that. That that decision is going to be telling for the years to come. Even if they decided to start back up today, you're going to still, still going to take two or three years down the line for them to see the fruits of that. They did do a number of good things this year. Let's, let's get the good things out. Uh, we, we had a number of them features, a lot of them which I thought were a bit silly, uh, but they still brought them out, which was absolutely class. Uh, they brought out Stature, which I have been really looking forward to, but as per Stadia, they didn't communicate it, and it was half-assed, and put it in places where they didn't really need to, to bring it, like Hitman. Uh, just so many missed opportunities with some of the features they have brought. Uh, the game situation, the games, we we had a couple of big games. We, we Like Resident Evil with the, what's it, the 20 million pound port or the 10 million, 10 million dollar port for that. But it was great to see them games come out. But now we're looking into the future here. We got to get to the future. <laughs> Um, no, no, no. Well, I, this is just this is just plainly talking. Okay. This okay. year, this year, games have actually regressed, and I don't think people can really argue with the regression of the games. We've lost NBA. We've lost MotoGP. We've lost F1. We lost Judgment. Yeah. This follows on from Football Manager in 2020, and looking into next year, we're just looking very, very briefly into next year. Final Fantasy, Grid, Sniper Elite, and Borderlands. 
the new ones in them franchises are coming and i'm not talking about final fantasy 16 i'm talking about final fantasy origin and that's due in the first couple of months okay. uh i i i'm hoping next week when stadia does its blog post again i think that just totally another way sums up stadia everybody else has got blog posts like that this week stadia no we're just back at the office it doesn't matter uh we we just need to uh, see something out from there to get people excited because Stadia is the only platform you're not allowed to get excited about game conferences or anything like that. You're, it's Stadia is a new platform. Don't worry about it. Don't worry. It's a new platform, new platform. And you're going to any sort of gaming event and you go. You have to go in with no expectations. I want Stadia to come out next week and say they've got X, Y, and Z game coming to Stadia this year. If it's an atypical blog post, which is going to say uh, there's two games coming to Stadia this month. It's Resident, or not Resident Evil, it's Extraction. And what's the other game? There's another game coming out. Avatar? Life, uh, oh, no. Life is Strange. Like, the, the... Yeah, something yeah. along them lines. Yeah. If, it, if, it's just, if, it's, if it's just games that we know about and no big hitters, I, I, I think it's going to be a big disappointment. So I, I'm going to give Stadia a 4 out from 10 for the year. Whoa. And the, the reason why it's a 4, it is not because Stadia is a bad service or it's... Uh, you can't play on it or anything like that. This, for me, the service has regressed, okay. and you can't Fair enough. W- with the games. It isn't because oh, you, you can't use Stadia's blah blah blah. No, it is just it, it has fallen behind the other competitors, which we're going to come to, especially for me, GFN. I think GFN has taken the ball. It's 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 went backwards this year for me, and I'm just hoping next week we are going to hear something we probably won't, but I'm hoping that we will. <laughs> Jay J Smith, man. Uh, yeah. I, I would like to. I would like to know what if, what if I have said which is wrong. No, I, I don't yeah, think yeah. It, it's no. I I, I hear you. Don't. Again, people here entitled to their their opinion. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's true. I you'll hear a lot of things that you said is going to be echoed uh, amongst most panel members here. Um, but yeah. I mean, that's your grade, that's your grade, right? So we've got to respect that, right? But I haven't gone yet, guys. Uh, where am I going to rate Stadia for 2021? You guys would be surprised, actually. This was my gaming platform. So something to know about me, guys, is I only cloud game. I don't own any consoles, so... My goal is to play all my games in the cloud if I can, right? And Stadia was my go-to platform. I was really excited with the way they started off. Again, you guys have said it on here again. Hitman, you know, day and date. Getting Outriders, day and date. Getting Resident Evil Village, day and date. Getting Judgment Remastered, day and date. Beginning of this year, I know GTP was saying, like, performance, you know, was capped at 30 for... um some of the games, but honestly, to me, being that I only play in the cloud, it's not that big of a deal. I can I can live with thirty. Um, but something I noticed at the end of the year is these games they just stopped 
getting these same day release triple A games. It almost felt like, you know, all all the games that they got in the beginning of the year was deals that they made the previous year. And um that is something that concerns the heck out of me with this platform, right? I would love to see them. I mean, 20, okay, so 2021, I felt like was the year where they laid the foundation for Stadia. The features are now there, right? We know this works. It's available. They have an official app for the Google TV dongle, right? It's, it's available for more TVs. I feel like the foundation has been laid for Stadia. It's still the only service that does 4K60 on Android TV without needing an NVIDIA Shield, right? So they're good. They're good. Now all they have to do is get more games. And that, (laughs) we're going to get to the future, but they dropped the ball with that at the end of this year. So I was really hyped up with this platform. Even when the uh, first-party studio shut down, they still did a good job with getting AAA games. That's what I want to see, right? If they're not going to create their own games, I would love for them. I, I want Stadia to be that platform for me that gets every AAA third-party game. That's, that's all I want. I don't want to have to rely on GFN. I don't want to have to rely on... I know Xbox has their own exclusive, but if it's coming out third-party, I want to play it on Google Stadia. And so... To me, they did it in the beginning of the year, dropped the ball in the year. So I would grade them a 7.5. I would. Now, if they would have have continued with that consistency of bringing NBA 2K, right? We missed that. Uh, We we did get Far Cry, right? But again, we know Call of Duty is nowhere to be found. Um, but going forward, if, if they just can bring those game consistently and make like get the performance to work well, I would great rate this like eight, 8.5, right? The reason dropped to 7.5, I was actually thinking the seven, seven uh, out of 10 is because at the end of the year, they dropped the ball. But I feel like platform wise, this platform is that the foundation has been laid. They just got to work on marketing, number one, letting people know about this platform, getting it to more places, number two, getting games. If Stadia can do that in 2022, people are saying they need to upgrade. Press I don't think they need to, right? We see games like Doom Eternal. We see games like Cyberpunk 2077 run pretty well on this platform, which tells me can handle AAA games, right? If they can just get these games to market better, I feel like Stadia still has a lot to showcase in 2022. So they get my 7.5, but that's that's where I leave it. Um, but yeah, that's Stadia, guys. We still have another three or four more to grade, right? So next on the list, let's start with Xbox Cloud Gaming. We'll start with GTP here. Where would you rate? 2021 xbox cloud old xbox cloud gaming oh i've had such a love-hate relationship with xbox cloud gaming um let's see they've had a they've definitely built fantastic momentum for 2021 a little bit opposite of what my feelings have been with with like stadia um the series x blades coming was a big deal because 
to be honest, for me personally, xCloud was completely unplayable until May of 2021 when they implemented the Series X Blades everywhere and we started getting the solid 1080p 60. We started getting 60 FPS games. I know you're okay with 30 FPS in the cloud. <laughs> I can't do it, man. I can't I play a single 30 <laughs> FPS in the cloud. But even more importantly, outside of each of our own gaming bubble, the mass market out there is looking for 60 FPS and above as well. Yeah. Mo- most gamers have well moved on from the world of 30 FPS. Um, so seeing that come for Series X was a big one, and I immediately was able to start playing xCloud. I mean, the day that went live, it, it changed for me, and yeah. I was able to start really enjoying a lot of games in xCloud. Um, I think they've made improvements from May to December continually because uh, the stream has been very iffy for me and a lot of people as far as bitrate, like the blockiness of the stream, and I know that's something you've uh, had your complaints about, just wanting to clean up that 1080p stream. Even before we get to 4K and 1440p, that 1080p stream for a lot of us needs to be cleaned up a little bit but latency has been extremely good for me with them as to where it was horrible um before so if um you're looking at content as well xbox day one releases for game pass and a lot of those hitting cloud is a big one that i think they have been um, they may not have added the sheer quantity of games like a service like GFN or whatever, but the quality of the games and these day ones. And now we're about to get extraction on console cloud and PC for, for Xbox with that. So that's really awesome. I'm going to throw them an 8 out of 10 for 2021 uh, because of the the improvements from it going from a service that I couldn't even touch to something that I actually enjoy and play and use almost every day for some reason or another for, for Xbox. So I'll go with an 8 out of 10 for them. True. Good grade, good grade. How about you, gamer? Where would you rate Xbox Cloud Gaming? Okay, so um, just, to, just to clarify how I'm rating everyone, right? I'm looking at what they did for 2021. Like okay. not not overall what the service is when you combine it with 2021. I'm breaking out. Hey, this is these are the improvements that they made in 2021 and how impactful were they? Okay. So for XCloud, I agree with uh, GTP rolling out the Series X blades, um, day one exclusives uh, in the cloud and console and PC. It's really hard to beat them content wise, right? Um, they cleaned up the stream. Uh, quite a bit compared to where where they were. It's still not as good simply due to infrastructure for um, the mass market. I mean, some people out there love it. Some people hate it. And I think they need to work on that for 2022. Screw 4K, just build out the infrastructure. Um, because if you do that, you you are winning. You're, you're going to run away with this thing. Um, so overall, I'd grade them probably a 7.5 to 8. Very similar. Yeah. Nice, nice. Good grade overall. How about you, Tito? Where would you grade Xbox Cloud Gaming 2021? Well, um, 7 out of 10. 7 out of 10. The uh, reason why is uh, I remember how xCloud was on January 2021. Yep. It wasn't that good. <laughs> yes, we, we, I was happy that I could test it, you know, because we are Cloud Gaming enthusiasts. So I was happy that I could test it. But the latency, the input lag wasn't good at all. Picture quality, it wasn't good either. At that time, it was only available on phones, but we are geeks, so we still tried on, Android, on our Android geeks. Yeah. Uh, and by the end of the year, input uh, lag, the latency has improved a lot. Image quality has improved as well. To be honest, I didn't thought that we will have the Series X blade, uh, blades 
ready for Q3 or Q4 2021. I know they say they would, but you know how com some companies work when yeah. it comes to promises, you know? They yeah. keep delaying, delaying, delaying. So I was super impressed to see that they could meet their, their deadlines. Um, so yeah, I mean, it surpassed my expectations when it comes to 20, 2021, but still, uh, I just give it a seven because it's still not, not good enough. I wasn't expecting so much improvement, so many titles, even on social media, you see that they, they are constantly tweeting about xCloud, xCloud, xCloud. So for them, it's, it's, it's quite important, not just for uh, Series X or Xbox One owners, but also they see this is the future and, you know, they want to probably get those casual users that don't want to buy a console, right? But even if there has been a lot of improvement, more than what I was expecting, this is still a long way to go, especially in terms of image quality. That 1028, 1028, uh, 1080p is uh, uh, not not good enough. But anyway, I give them a seven because I think they have improved a lot in within yeah. one year. Yeah, good, good grade, good grade. Duncan, you next, sir. Where would you grade Xbox Cloud Gaming? Xbox arguably could be said they've made the biggest improvements this year in just the the, the number of steps they've made. Uh, they're bringing their games. They're they're setting their groundwork. I think pe people were asking where the where do you see everybody. For me, Xbox is in pole position. And I think for moving into the cloud era, just because they've got the content and they've got the the buy-in from the top end uh, of Microsoft, they're fully committed to them. This year has seen them. Uh, they make absolute massive strides, and I have no bother playing an X Cloud now. Uh, I'm in the lucky position where most of the time it's not as good as Gamer TVs because have you seen her his streams? Her he's he's got absolutely awesome ones, but it is past a good enough stage for me for XCloud. I can sit down and play it. I, I do want them to make a big improvements there as well. I want to be able to buy the games on uh, XCloud uh, just to bring my library wherever I, I go. It's it's been a I think they've, they've set themselves up well and you just need to clean up things uh, and just continue on with their tweaks, what they're doing. The game library that they're bringing, even if they just stick with the game pass, it, it, it is arguably for me now, if I'm going to say where would I tell people to try cloud gaming now, I would probably push them to the Xbox if they are a console gamer ahead of other platforms at this moment in time. Uh, there's as Holtz, I don't know if Holtz was lurking there with the, the, for the microphone there. Uh, <laughs> no, but that's where I think Xbox have made their the big improvements now. I, I think they are in a brilliant position. The, moving on to the Series X, I didn't think they would do it this year. Uh, they talked about it uh, with, with the limited supplies. Uh, and they, they still manage to do it. I, I, I'm just really happy for where they're going. And I just want to see who they're going to be banned next to see what other games we get on the Game Pass. Because the, the move they've made this week with putting, uh, uh, what's it? Rainbow extraction. Six yeah. extraction on that. I'm not going. I'm not. I'm not going to put anybody under the bus here. But I think that has changed people's minds and where they're going to be playing that uh, in the cloud and other places now. With that going on the Game Pass, and this is the sort of moves we're going to see more of going forward. So for me, for Xbox, 
uh, I was between seven point five and an eight. I'll 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 go seven point five because I think the the quality of the streams needs to be a bit better. Okay. Fair enough. Good grade, Duncan. Holtz, where would you grade Xbox Cloud Gaming? Oh, they definitely need a solid seven again. Just like stays seven solid seven. They've just been absolutely amazing for me this year. You know, I mean I started the year off with like the Yakuza remastered series and I was really hyped up to hear like um, Outriders was coming day and date. And then like Destiny Beyond Light was coming and you know I mean it, it then the blade upgrades and and then there was other games that I was really excited when they brought to the Game Pass, like Scarlet Nexus, Doom Eternal. They all brought games that I was really looking to, like, really excited for coming to the cloud. So they upped their game. And of course, when then Blades came, they dropped the games like Forza, um, Horizon 5 and Halo 5. And I just had a great experience on the cloud. To, oh, to be fair, um, xCloud has not really been buggy for me. It, it runs smooth. I've really been enjoying it. And it's just run better since the series exploits. So I've just had a great year, you know, chugging along with this service. And I know it's going to get better for the next few years. So I'm one of them people where I do recommend um, xCloud and Game Pass. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, just like Stadia, I feel like Xbox Cloud Gaming this year laid a pretty good foundation right, for cloud gaming and what to expect coming 2022 this year, which will talk about here in a little bit but yeah i i you know the, the fact that they got most of the AAA first party games onto the platform the fact that you didn't need to purchase a console to play the latest halo and forces is something you can i mean that's that's really impressive they're the only people doing that right again sony's not even doing anything close to that so kudos to them for that as far as performance you guys were right. I think Tito was saying, I remember it was a uh, family vacation house when that went live. And just the night before I was on it playing it, performance was terrible, 720p. And it's just so cool how instantly overnight, you know, uh, performance boost. And that was that was really cool. That was the first, I mean, Sony did with the PlayStation now, right, from 720 to 1080p. But just being able to go back, test every game, and seeing that performance boost was really impressive for Xbox Xbox Cloud Gaming. So that was pretty cool. But there's, there's still stuff that I would like for this platform to do going forward. Again, we'll talk about that later in the show. But I would grade them. I would say 7 uh, overall for Xbox Cloud Gaming. Performance-wise, very inconsistent. And that's my biggest thing with them. Duncan, you were saying you would refer people to Xbox Cloud Gaming um, when it comes to just like gaming as a whole. I would say that is the least platform, honestly speaking, that I refer. It's, it's just very inconsistent for me to just be like, you know what? I want you to have the best cloud gaming experience to go test out Halo here. Because they might get a good experience, they might get a bad experience. So, like, I'm not going to risk that. Again, the thing with cloud is once you have a bad experience, that pretty much can mess up your perception of cloud as a whole. Um, so, hey, go ahead. This is why I come back to you. The, 
Xbox aren't selling this as a cloud service, so people are normally going to be a bit more lenient towards Xbox. It's just value added. The reason why I would say for people to try Xbox over the other ones, it is just because you can get in there for a quid or a dollar for a lot of the times, and you'll have that. And then you'll have access to what's about 200 odd games on the cloud now. And most of them are, there's a, there's a hell of a lot of crossover between what games you can get on Stadia, GeForce Now and Luna on Game Pass for that, for that low amount. That is why uh, I re- would recommend people to give that a try. And I forgot to mention this one. I was actually responding to Jimmy in the chat here. Uh, uh, for me, one of my best experiences on Xbox Cloud Gaming is playing to the console. Uh, playing it uh, with that is absolutely phenomenal for me. Uh, I was playing Doom Eternal, and people are going to laugh and say I'm talking out from the backside, but it was one of the best places I've actually played it. It, it just ran phenomenally well for me. I was getting no jitter. It looked great on the, on the screen, and yes, I was playing to the Cloud. It's yeah. it. Uh, Again, this is the thing. Options are out there, and we're yep. living in that sort of time now. True, true. Now I hear that. I hear that for sure. Um, but yeah, that's my take. Again, seven. I think is is pretty cool. Around that was I. I would say the average score seven to eight. Um, so yeah, that's the Xbox Cloud Gaming grade. Let's move on to Amazon Luna two. All right, who wants to go next? <laughs> I'll do it, man. That was close. They get it too. This is a quick one. This should be quick, easy. Like, let's not, you know, let's not linger. Oh man, go Um, go ahead, GT. Take it away. Look, um, for for the for quite a while, what I was using Luna for was actually my Ubisoft games. Very similar Mm -hmm. to what I was doing with with Stadia. I I love that Ubisoft Plus subscription for my PC, for Shadow, for Mac settings, for Luna, for Stadia. I'm playing all those games and all those places for that one sub. So that's kind of been what I use those a lot for. Luna is a very tough one to grade. I'm not going to say because it's in beta, because xCloud also is in beta and we're all sitting here praising and and grading and doing that type of thing, but they really have moved extremely slow. And and I said that's kind of what they were going to do for 2021. I I don't quite remember what I was talking about last year, but I think it was something like don't expect a lot. Like they are in a very slow burn, slow build up. Um, If... You know, they've got what the Twitch integration, they've got um, the couch feature that came, they've definitely cleaned up the 1080p stream. I could I could tell as the year went on that they've done a lot in the back end to get the tech working. And I think that's what a lot of this has been over the past year and a half with with Luna and with the beta and, and US only and that type of thing is, is getting the infrastructure ready and nailing some things because one big thing I'll give to Luna's credit is they will not take a game under 60 FPS. They don't exist. Every game you load up Ooh, is going to be 60 FPS. And for that's me true. in the cloud, just knowing that and going in and, and getting that performance, that's where they've really hit the nail on the head for me this year is they've really been locking down quality control and performance in the games that they do have. It's extremely limited, but I think that when Amazon's ready to turn the switch on and get Luna going, they'll actually be ready for it so it doesn't fall out of the gate and, and perform horribly for 
for a large chunk of people because like um, like you were saying earlier, if you refer someone to try a cloud service and it fails for them, they're not likely to go try the next five to see which yeah. one works, right? right? So I think that they're smart in the way they're doing that, but it is taking a long time for a lot of people. I'm going to set Luna at a 6 out of 10 only because I would have given them a higher grade if they expanded globally while making the same improvements that they have now. Uh, even if the libraries didn't grow a lot more, even if we kind of still had that same kind of thing going on, if they would have expanded to more people globally and been able to get that out there, I'd give them a, a higher score. But I, I can see what they've been focusing on, and I'll just I'll sit with a 6 out of 10 for them for now. Okay, fair enough. How about you, Holt? So where would you rate Luna? Yeah. <laughs> uh, of course, this year I've been very bitter towards you, um, Luna because, like, you know, they haven't brought it to the United Kingdom or Europe, so there's me with my salt. But, you know, this is a platform that I am really jealous that you guys have got it. Because over the year, they have brought games that I would love to play in the cloud, so I'll just roll some off, like Alien Isolation, Castlevania Anniversary, Grid, No More Heroes, 1 and 2, 1 for 101, uh, Type Dev May Cry, Yeast 8, Yakuza 0, Yakuza Like a Dragon. They've got all the games I would love to play at that small price of entry. So to me, that sounds amazing. But, you know, I I can't talk about the quality, but I can just talk about the games and the feature of that that, that couch feature really interests me and Twitch integration really interests me. So it does interest me, but I've not played it to give it a high score. So I have to go in with a good frame of mind and say a solid five. Okay, fair enough. How about you, Tito? Where would you rate Luna? So, as you saw, I'm going to give the lowest score. <laughs> uh, I think four, four out of ten. Yeah. Ooh, Reason wow. why is, uh, well, for the record, I live in London, but I'm Spanish. At the moment, actually, I'm in Spain. Uh, so, I haven't been able to test it properly. Of course, you know, there are ways to test it. So, I, I was able to test the service. Picture quality, it seems good to me. One 1080p. Good quality, I will say better quality, picture quality than Stadia. The latency, considering that I had around 100 milliseconds from, from London and from Spain to USA, it wasn't that bad considering that, you know, it's 100 milliseconds latency. That's a lot, at least for me. So the latency wasn't that bad, but I haven't been able to test it, you know, as you guys there in USA. What I was expecting is, you know, if I remember right, Luna launched on uh, October or November 2020. So to be honest, I was expecting that by October, November, or even earlier 2021, it will be already available in, in, in Europe, which isn't the case. Um, so there, it doesn't seem that they have done much. And I'm sure if I'm saying it because I'm sure there is people working on the background, you know, to make it possible to launch it in Europe. But I don't fully understand the reason why it's not available in Europe. Although I'm not going to complain, because Luna is in beta, but it's a paid beta, you know, and I always feel some type of way with those paid beta services. Of course, no one is forced to pay, you know, the service is beta, so you pay it if you want to. I don't know, but it doesn't feel right, you know, that you are paying for the beta, you know, that basically I'm using you to, to test the service, pay people, you know, to test the service and then launch on the market. But anyway, this is how it works. And as I said, no one is forced to pay for it. Okay. They say beta, so you want to pay, pay. Uh, we don't know as well what's going to be the price once uh, it's out of beta, because if I remember right, current price is during the beta. So it's difficult for me to rate them. Uh, as well, you know, as 
as I said before, I was expecting that by this time it would be already in Europe. When I say Europe, obviously I'm including UK. And I was also expecting that by this time they will have 4K streaming, which they don't. I don't know if it's because maybe they have to buy the GPUs from Nvidia and we all know what happens with the GPUs nowadays. So yeah, I'll give them four out of 10 just because they are not even in Europe yet. I yeah. think once they do, well, I will give my thoughts about uh, once they do, you know, what, what, what can happen with Luna in 2022. But yeah, now it's four out of 10. I was expecting more. Okay. They are going to slow. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, average four, five for Luna. Um, G, uh, gamer. I mean, uh, I, I know this is your platform, so I'm curious to see where you would grade this platform this year. Yeah. Um, you know, I think uh, some plans they probably had for Q4, they rolled back, pushed back a bit. Um, we've seen a few leaks, right? Um, those were things that they were planning to roll out in Q4, but for some reason, push them back. But uh, regardless, I'd say the impact wasn't that drastic. As GTP, you know, hinted, it was a it was a QA year for them to shore up the the platform, make sure everything is rock solid, and it is. I mean, I think out of all of the platforms, if I take GFN out of there, Luna Luna is probably the most consistently performing across all titles. Everything looks great. Everything runs great. Um, but as far as impact, I got to give them a three. I mean, they, they didn't do enough. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Duncan, where would you rate this? I would give him a 10. I think I'm pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I've just do enough for the troll. No, uh, for me, this has been a big disappointment uh, of the year. I thought it would have uh, even ventured over to our fur shoulders over here in the UK at the very least. Uh, just to do that. It's just been a, a year of ticking over uh, making announcements and actually following through with their announcements. Adding, they've added a, a, their new channel, they've announced their retro channel. For me, the biggest uh, I'm trying to put Biggest shock for me from Lena this year uh, was New World, and no one else touched on the New World not coming to the platform. And I'm going, what's the crack there? It's really, really weird that that, that has not come. We do know what is coming. It's just when it is coming is is a question mark. Uh, so it's it's. Then it's just frustrating for us over here because we just can't really get access to it. And so we're just looking at this through your eyes, basically, and what you guys are user saying. So for me, this year has been a 4.5 for Dana. It is, you can see that they are making progress. They are going really, really slow. But the new word, um, what's that game coming out this, next month from Amazon? Uh, the MOBA game. Lost Ark. Yeah. Uh, will that hit uh, uh, Lena? That's another question mark there. So there's a lot of question marks with Lena going forward, but you have to give them some uh, props uh, for putting the money where their mouths are with the the cloud or with the, the gaming awards, pushing cloud gaming through there all, all the time there. 
and the amount of paid streams they do to all the different streamers, no matter what size, from uh, smaller ones to the bigger ones, they are trying to make moves, but it's just really, really slow. True. Oh, wow. Four seems to be the average score. And that's, you know, just realistically speaking, that's what I'm going to grade it to. Uh, is it, I feel like a lot of you guys have pretty much said what I'm going to say about this platform. Yeah, it, it, potential, potential, but the rollout has been extremely slow. Um, it, it, it's like, why did you even announce this platform? Uh, I th- I think Chief said it best. Uh, they were, you know, triggered by the moves that Stadia was making, and they just wanted to come out and let people know that they have something uh, in the works. Uh, but realistically, I don't think Luna's anywhere close to being ready. Um, I mean, it, it runs great, but again, still limited to 1080. Just they have only three channels right now. Um, and I mean, they build and they grow in and they lay the foundation just like Google Stadium and uh, Xbox Cloud Gaming did 2021. But I just feel they, the rollout is just extremely slow. And... Yeah, they 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 gotta pick it up, man. They gotta pick it up. So four out of ten for me, for Luna. Um, so I'm debating if we should grade. Uh, we're gonna grade GFN, but the other two Shadow and um, PS. I think we're gonna for the sake of time because I do want to get in 2022 stuff. So GFN, let's end with that, and then we'll go to 2022 predictions, right? So. We'll start with holds in this one. Give a grade for GFN twenty. Oh, do you know what? This is one service that's just been a love hate relationship all year round. You know what I mean? I can appraise if like Kenner Bridges Spirits and Guards the Galaxy and bring Death Stranding and bring Eastern Games like Swan Yun Seven that I'm really impressed by. But there's just too many games this year that I've named that have came up in Steam and Epic where I think it's not came to the platform. Uh, so and then all my past games on my Steam library and Epic library has not transferred over yet, so that's why I've bashed it. But me playing game the thirty eighty tier, the stream has been absolutely amazing. Yeah, I've had great times. I've been showcasing it to other people, but I only get that stream quality because I had to invest in the hardware. I had to invest in the Shield TV because I couldn't play on my Xbox browser. My browser, my iPad, there was limitations on, on the resolution, the frame rates, or the accessibility of it. So that's where the love hate relationship. So I feel like uh, I want to give it a fuck. At least I'm not the trolling mode since again, troll. At least you're getting a proper 4K. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So in the end, like even when I actually get my native app TV, I get 1080. So in the end, it's not over on a 4K all the time, is it on the devices that I play on? So I feel like I've been restricted, but it's a service that I want to love. I want to give a five, but I don't think it deserves. I think it definitely needs a six. I'm in two frames of mind. Because like I said, there's been really good times. I've really enjoyed it. And then there's been the problems with like authorized and logins with um, Ubisoft Plus and Epic. There's just been problems. But overall, I feel like the games that have been on the service, I actually have enjoyed even though I sound like I've been whinging quite a lot for more games, which they should bring more games, by the way. So, okay. Oh, man, you get seven steady. You're giving six to you for now. Come on, man. 
<laughs> yeah, but that's the, 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 it's about grouchy. That's the point. That's opinions. Opinions. I, I opinions. love it. I, I love like it. Like I said, I love it. I, 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 I can sit it. there and whinge and go. I can always whinge and go. Where's me Dragon Quest? Where's me uh, blah 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 blah? No, uh, uh, for the games it. that it's got. For the games we, that it's got. Yeah, we. I'm We've been. I think my grade is going to be similar to yours as well because we we've been in this talked about this. The games, the games, right? But yeah, let's get to GTP, sir. Where where would you rate this? Oh my goodness! All right, so GFN is definitely they they're 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 top dog as far as tech goes now, and I think that you've talked about foundations being laid a ton in 2021, and I think that yeah. is the case for for everybody. And what GFN did was really get a jump on that on oh, the yeah. tech foundation and I, and I know where holtz is at with the content and i know where you're going to be at with the content it's going to be a little bit different from where pc gamers such as myself or duncan might lay with where the content and how good that has been all year for pc gamers so um nice. and the games that have come come to the service because nvidia is for the pc gamer geforce now is for the pc gamer Yes, it's it's expanding out, and that's great to see it go out to more people and and, and those who want to just play cloud gaming. Um, but the the target from them, they're they're pulling from over one billion PC gamers. So they're they're very smart in how they're pushing the service and marketing. And when they came with fourteen forty p one twenty and four K sixty on the TV, because no PC gamers really necessarily pushing four K sixty these days. We still don't care. We'd rather be ten eighty p two hundred forty hertz or fourteen forty p one twenty or higher. Four uh, K sixty sitting here at our at our PC screen. We don't really care about that. So bringing that to the shield to the TV, they knew exactly what their market was, and I, I think that's the two big things I loved about GFN in twenty twenty one: knowing who they're marketing to, and bringing the proper product for that group of people. Bam. And that's exactly what they did. We'll talk about the future, but all they have to do now is concentrate on content as where there are many others that are going to be catching up on tech and content. So I think they've laid great foundation for that. And I'll give them, they've had the biggest improvements and they've really set new bars. So they'll be a nine out of 10 for me for 2021. Yep. Wow. And they've brought some of the most popular steam PC games out all year. So everyone will have a different opinion about content, and that's great. But the fact is they knew their audience, and they brought it. So 9 out of 10. There we go. 9 out of 10. Gamer, where would you rate GFN? All right. So, again, uh, sticking to this theme, um, it's hard to battle my grade for them simply because they changed the game. Uh, This year alone, they jumped in, and they changed cloud gaming. No one else did that. Only GFN took it to the next level. It's like, okay, now we're the rabbit car. Everyone chase us. And they and, and it happened overnight, essentially. Mm. Um, content, I can't complain about the games, man. They spoiled us. If, if Xbox, Luna, Stadia, I mean, come on. The games we're complaining about that they don't have, the other platforms don't have them to have them either. So when I'm grading them overall, I'm going to give them a, I, I almost curse, but I'm going to give them a 10. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening here? They killed it. They changed the game. Okay. It's, like, okay. it's like when Michael Jordan started wearing longer shorts. Oh, he went to Jordan. The deal with Nike, he changed oh. the game. Oh, wow. You know, he, he okay. got rid of the Daisy Dukes in the NBA. That's changing oh. the game. That's big time. Okay. You can't wow. can't go back from that. Wow. 
Okay, you heard it here. Nine GTP, ten gamer. Let's go to Duncan. Let's 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 keep this high number momentum going. Yes, all I'm going to say is that the guys have just rocked it out there. The question to ask the panel, and because you, I'm going to ask this question to you, yes, and you, Holtz, if you've got a choice of where you want to play your game now, you the, a game launches on Stadia, Luna, sorry, you have to buy the game. If you take out dates, the game's on Stadia, uh, Luna, Xbox, and whatever, all, all the cloud gaming services, but you have to buy the game. It's not part of subscription. Where would you play that game? Okay, well, I have to, no. This is no joke. This I would pick Stadia hands down first because because I've got more accessibility on the devices that I own: iPad, TV, um, browser, PC. <laughs> so, but 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 I do applaud GeForce Now quality of stream. So, like I said, I'm not dissing GeForce Now. I just feel like if they brought their service to more devices where I can have that. True power that 3080. Of course, I'd say GeForce now, but at the moment it doesn't. To me, cloud has to be portable, not sitting at my PC going, ooh, I've got all sitting on a device that I've just paid literally like 200 quid for. Great. I, I think we think alike. Um again, Stadia is still the only one doing 4K. Um, really, you know, without needing uh, to and me, I game a lot on the go. I have a Chromebook. 4k chromebook and i do uh, my gaming on there and i have uh one exploit you guys know which can output you know 1440p and i'm always gaming on the go and to me you know like with my chromebook gfn is still limited to 1080p so if i want to game on 4k on my chromebook i have to use google stadia now, uh, GFN, the beautiful thing about it is that you can max out your settings, and graphically, of course, it's going to look better. But visually, that 4K goodness and 1440p goodness is, is a thing of beauty. Um, but it, it's tough. It's tough. I would say... I w- okay, well, I, I'll, I'll give ahead. you the game. NBA. It's NBA. Oh, never mind. He's away. Uh, no worries, no worries. Uh, for, for me, GFN have have changed the game. If I've got a game I want to buy now, it is going to be if it's available on GFN, and it's going to that's where I'm going to play it now. And just to point out the thing in the chat, uh, that doesn't who got their stuff free from GFN? That's that's a very interesting comment. Uh, should I go get my stadium mug I got off them? Uh, as so I, I I think that comment is just really really poor to be honest with you. Yeah, I didn't get uh, anything free from anyone actually. So <laughs> yeah, so it's a it's a bit naughty that comment. Uh, I appreciate anything I sort of get, and it's not expected or anything like that. Uh, GFN have just totally another the uh, changed the game and. Uh, once you play on that 1440p or the 4K on your shield, you, you can't go back to anything else. Uh, Absolutely. And, uh, 
so it's like four, it's like yeah, for example, Far Cry Six. If I buy that on my um, GeForce now, I'm limited to the device that I'm playing. If I buy Far Cry Six on Stadia, I can move all around my house. Got CCUs plus I can add it to my family library that six people can play. So to me, it's all about sharing and accessibility over me just consuming it in one place. I've said this before, and I will say it again: you can family share in GFM. What? Say who? How? You can family. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'm allowed to actually say it on here. You can family yeah. share with seven people on GFN? Uh, on Steam, because you're using the, the, the store. So there you go. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, I, I, I would like to know, <laughs> like to know more about it. What you're saying, like GeForce, now, you're saying Steam, Steam shares the family library. But what I'm trying to say, if I have to, I have to give my credentials to my family, wouldn't I, to access my GeForce Now account? Where with Stadia, they use their own login details and it's tied to that family account. So I think it's two different it's things. Forces, it's, it's, it's horses for courses. I'm, I'm sharing my uh, my library with Kelly, who logs on to my, the, the Shield, and it's already in her name. She just logs on bang into her name, and away she goes uh, on, on the family share. I mean, but we're only we're only comparing like like what happened this year, 2021, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm just yeah. Back in 2020, right? I mean, yeah. is it for me, man. Like, that's changing the game. Okay. It is totally, it is totally okay. changing the game, and the moves of me have been absolutely brilliant. But I think, for, well, before I get to my score, I think it's worth pointing out they need to get more sports games on. They need EA's sports games on. It's not, it's not even for the PC. It's, it's, it, it's more just to expand it out because GTP has nailed this here. You go look at the the games on Steam. What? The, the vast majority of the most popular games on Steam, they are on GFM. You look in the top 10 at the moment, there's only one notable uh, exception the last time I checked there, which isn't, which I think everybody knows uh, what it is. Uh, but they are hitting the marks there. Yeah, you have the games that are great on the Steam library, but I feel like clouds has evolved and past um, console and PC, but they don't have the best games that define generations or genres. You know, like what? I mean? like Give an example Mortal of Kombat, what? Mortal Kombat or Tekken in fighting, Project Cars or Need for Speed or Burnout in races, Final Fantasies or other RPGs in RPGs. They've got a bigger game than Project Cars on... Uh, on GFM, I've been playing it this over the last couple of weeks. What's it called? Um, a set of Corsa compact. Blah, 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 blah. It's a set of Corsa. I can't pronounce the full name. That is one of the biggest games there. There racing games there is. There's competitions based off that. The game I want them to actually bring is iRacing, but that's a, that's a different sort of uh, topic. There, you go. GFN is a PC gamers. <laughs> Cloud service, and they have got the PC games okay. there. Fair. That's fair. That's I'm going, fair. I'm going to name one game. I'm going to name, and it's has had more top end subscribers, and a lot of the games you will be you'll be saying all combined. And like Falheim had half a million people playing that at one time, and that is more than Resident Evil, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. You can name a whole load of AAA games combined at their peak concurrence. Are people still playing Valheim? 
Yep, they are. I think it, uh, it's still in the top 100 there. There's people still playing New World, which has dropped off a cliff out there. It's average, averaging over 100,000 people playing that. Okay. Again, there's all these things that have been put out there. So my, my score is eight. Sorry, my score is nine. Uh, the reason I haven't actually gave it uh, higher is because of some of the whoopsies they've done this year. I think we need to get a couple more of the big developers on board. And, uh, frame rate, uh, cap gate, but if you want to call it that. But they have seemed to have rectified the sort of fixed that. Okay. So we got nine from GTP, 10 from Gamer, nine from Duncan, Tito. Where you are with this? So I'm going to give them eight eight out of ten. Okay. And just for the record, GeForce Now it's uh, has always been my favorite cloud gaming service. Okay. Uh, 2021, I think they have been consistent when it comes to adding games. They have added a lot of uh, good indie games. If you don't like indie games, probably you don't care. They have also been including a lot of uh, popular games. Not all of them but more than any other cloud gaming service. Some might argue, okay, Xbox Cloud uh, Gaming or Xbox Game Pass or whatever it's called, xCloud, uh, has more popular games that have been just released and added to the service, but Xbox Cloud is not a viable option for most of us. So games added to GeForce Now 2021, very good. I wish it could be better, of course, like everyone else, but I think we cannot complain, really. As I said, I am... I, probably I'm not the only one who's buying games that is not playing because you don't basically have time for it, right? And with the GFN 3080, you know, you put us by surprise to most of us. I mean, and when you play GeForce Now on 40K, 60 FPS on NVIDIA CLTV, that's a totally different story. Uh, for instance, <laughs> Stadia. I'm not going to say that Stadia 4K image quality is bad because I don't think it's bad. Personally, I don't think that's good enough for a 4K picture uh, quality. But GeForce Now is impressive. Considering it's cloud gaming, the 4K image quality is impressive. As I said, catalog is growing. It keeps getting better. I wish it was better, yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. We know it, they don't, you know, unless that they decide to change their business model and pay the publishers, they cannot get any game that is on Steam. Then why I give them 8 out of 10, even if I think they have blown out of water any other cloud gaming service this year, because I think they still should have done better. Uh, as you know, I, I'm Spanish. Even if I play in English, my little brothers, you know, they play in Spanish because they don't speak English. And I know well from the Spanish gaming community, a lot, well, not a lot of games, but many games in GeForce now, even if the developers created the game in Spanish or Italian or French or whatever might be their language, don't have that language on GeForce now. That's uh, yeah. you know that's a deal breaker for some people. I know some people who choose to play in Australia because the game is not in Spanish in GeForce now. Yeah, you know. So this that's is some things yeah. that they need to that they definitely need to improve. And the same with the logins. Since I have the 3080, GeForce now is never asking me to log into my account. But when I was a founder, sometimes you know I had to log in every five days. Sometimes I had to log in every twenty minutes. So the ease of use is not, you know, it will be improved. I personally think it will be improved. And, and that, those are my main cons of the service. You know, it will be a bit easier and they should give more importance to the language support. Because, you know, especially for the customers who don't speak English, they are not going to bother to go to NVIDIA site, you know, to 
to send feedback. And then, and then the guy from the media who's replying to them in Spanish, French, or Italian, tell them, okay, can you please send feedback from the application, but please write it in English? People is not going to bother, you know. It's too much hassle. Okay, I give up. I go to Stadia. I go to, well, not Luna because we don't have it in Europe. Not xCloud because it's not good enough for most people. But, you know, it's, it's, uh, they should improve. But still, I think it has been a tremendous year for for GeForce now. I love it. <laughs> Even if I'm giving them 8 out of 10 because I think there are things that should be, should be improved. And it hasn't been perfect. You know, those issues that I'm mentioning that have been there for more than a year and are still there. Probably affecting the minority of users, but those minority of users, you know, might switch to another service and never come back. So I think, you know, there is room for improvement, even if it has been great, especially thank you to the to the 30, 80 Rick. Okay. So that's it. Okay. Overall grade eight. So holds you were what seven six, six six, GTP nine gamer ten, Duncan. So I'll round it off. I'll say seven point five. Um, good. So throughout the year, I would have to say GFN was on my ish list. Like realistically speaking. You guys heard me say week weeks multiple times, right? But then they dropped at thirty eighty. So uh, grade wise, it, it was like coasting at a five, beginning of the year, coasting, coasting. They got some games brought it up to six point five. Thirty eighty drop. I would say took it to an eight point five. New world came great. Never touch the game it's not my type of game but happy because again a lot of pc gamers really love that game kenna great stuff ea support back great stuff and then just like google stadia second half of the year gfn just went on vacation man i don't know what happened but they went on vacation with the game releases man Right. And that's Let my me, question. Uh, 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 a hundred games in the, the second ha- or in the last three months is went on vacation, and uh, uh, they only brought a hundred games. A hundred simulators, dude. Like, let's be real. A hundred simulators, right? They, but, they but went you know, on vacation. Right? Hold, hold, hold up! Hold up! Hold up! Hold up! <laughs> listen! 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 The the, these guys. These guys drop a thirty eighty rig, right? And you, you, you wanted me to play. PC building, you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dudes, right? Final Fantasy VII oh, remake eight. came, right? What was that, right? So again, do it in eight point five for me. When that thirty eighty drop, New World came, Crisis came. It's like, all right, just people get it, right? They're gonna be bringing more AAA game to push that thirty eighty, and then they just went to sleep in the end of the year with the AAA bangers, right? So. Right now, they're the 7.5. But like I stated with all the other platforms, um, they laid the foundation. Hold on one second, guys. Uh, one second. Yes, it's talking about Jack saying 100 games. 100 games in the last couple of 
couple of months and it was uh, weak. I agree with, I agree with Ace. Ace is salty, he's, he's, man. He's salty. Ace only paid attention to the last week of the year. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, not not like, it's like he you praise it because the 38th just dropped two months ago and everyone's like, oh my God, yeah. what about the other 10 months? We had to yeah. one yeah. Final Fantasy, guys, yeah. that's it. Yeah, with, with that, the, the, the game wasn't just coming, Final you know, Fantasy, it was like Kingdom Hearts. There was the, like those other titles that never came. Were they on Stadia? Were, were they on Stadia? No, of course, of course, yeah. That's well, well, they they what? Well, GeForce now, GeForce <laughs> now were tied to Epic and, and Steam. So when you say they had partnerships with um, you know, all these storefronts, they should have had it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they dropped the ball, man. Anyway, uh, just seven point five is is gracious, man. Uh, they could have easily kept that eight point five to a nine. You know, they just needed to end the year with some bangers. Uh, but again, instead they give us some simulators to wrap up the year. But shout out to that thirty eighty foundation was laid, and again we're gonna get into twenty twenty two, and I feel like like GTP was saying, tech wise these guys have upped the game, right? So they don't have to worry about that in 2022 where I feel Xbox Cloud Gaming, Luna, even possibly Stadium might need to up their tech game, right? But GFN, 2022 is ahead, but they need to bring those bangers to showcase that 3080 tier, man. Again, enough with the simulators, man. Um, but let's talk about 2022. Man, we'll leave tw- 10 minutes for, for well, it. I'll just start this one off because, right, you know what? For all platforms, what I want to see for all services what, is hold, hold on, hold. before you, let's cover everything, right? So, for the sake of time, I know went with each, but let's like if yeah, you this, go, no, this, try... this, this, this is everything. This is what I actually want to bring to cloud yeah, for everyone. Everything. Band, yeah, Bandai Namco has to speak up and say, with the Dragon Balls, the Elden Rings, we need Capcom to sit there and bring Resident Evil 4, we need to bring them, you know, Street Fighter, we need Square Enix to bring Forspoken and, you know, Stranger of Paradise Origins, we need EA to sit there and start saying FIFA, Madden, other sports games, Dead Space, and Need for Speed this year, and we need Warner Brothers to bring Harry Potter, Mortal Kombat, Injustice, Suicide Squad, and everything else they've got. Every where they will be, and no matter what, I don't, I don't care if it's a little section here or a little section there, or they all get it. The developers have to come out and speak soon to start telling me if they want my money in the cloud. If not, I, sorry, I'm going back to local. If they start dropping the ball, I really love where they are now for up to 40 4K 60. I love the 30 80, but if these hard games are not coming knocking on the door, then I'm out. Okay, fair enough. All right, uh, let's let's target uh, individ- individually though, if you can. Like Google Stadia, what do you want to see from them? GFN, what do you want to see from them? Twin Twin Two. So 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 with Stadia quickly, I want to see EA games come back. I would love to see FIFA Twenty, the next one, two thousand twenty-three. I would love to see um, support by Square Enix, of course, and Bandai Namco. I'd love to see Dragon Ball Z come back again. So the annual games keep on coming back. That's okay. what I want. Um, GeForce Now, I'm really happy to see that they're bringing li- games from my library, like Battlefield 1, 4, 5, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. I just want them to start bringing more of the titles that I've got in my library and start bringing more of the publishers that I actually like to see, um, which I've just named then. Luna, come to the UK, ASAP. PlayStation Now, update the resolution, get on more devices, and Xbox, you know, 
just keep on doing what they're doing because I'm really satisfied with them. Just just make sure you bring some more games through the Bethesda or EA partnership. 4K support for Xbox Cloud Gaming mm-hmm. performance. Yeah. How about you, GTP? 2022 predictions for each cloud gaming service. Super easy. I'll pretty much put you every cloud gaming service in wanting the exact same thing for all of them. Uh, I think first, really quickly, though, since that's going to be quick, I will say listening to this conversation comes back to the same thing I say all of the time. If you're really super interested in cloud gaming, you better go shop around because none of them offer like the same kind of libraries. And more importantly, if you don't game on any local hardware and you're a cloud gamer, you are missing out on a ton of games. You're going to be missing out on a ton of games for a long time because no cloud service is going to have all the games and all the great games that are coming out. So what you're going to see is just all this fragmentation of games everywhere. So just always do your research when you're getting into that because everyone likes to talk about features, but nobody gets heated till it comes down to content. And that's the number one thing for all cloud gaming in 2022 is to continue a hard focus on content because at the end of the day when it comes to gaming that's going to be all that matters besides that i want to make sure cloud gaming continues to reach as many people as possible however they do that between territories and devices and quality control i want that experience to be consistent for as many people as possible on each service so content consistency and reaching as many people as possible once you have that okay that's for all cloud who do you think is going to do it the best this year? And Holtz, I'm going to get back to you. With I, that I, too. I think Luna will continue to be a little too slow. I think Stadia is still kind of trying to figure out their direction a little bit. I don't think they're anywhere near dead. I think they still have some fantastic tech behind them, but they've really floundered, so they don't know where they're headed yet. Um, I'm looking at GFN and Xbox to make continue making the bigger moves in 2022 um but something we haven't talked about here tonight is sony's cooking up some cool stuff for 2022 apparently so i will be watching out for that because i do like ps now on my ps5 and stuff so uh we'll be watching that too but I, i i think some of the bigger guys which gets back to the same thing i always say ps now for playstation people xcloud for xbox people gfn for pc people and i think those are the ones you'll continue to see make the big moves in 2022 okay fair enough how about you, Duncan? Uh, give a round out 2022. Where do you see this platform heading? And which one do you think is going to make the most impact? I'm going to just start off slightly different. I think this is the year we're going to see the fragmentation completely and utterly go bananas. I think we're going to see a load of cloud gaming services coming to the marketplace and it is going to be a fight for the content going forward. Uh, I've got horrible thoughts that uh, the AT&T cloud gaming uh, with Warner Brothers is going to uh, fragment uh, that over in the States so the, the, the new games coming out from them may just go onto that service and maybe just testing the water. Uh, I think the the big ones here, uh, Stadia, I just want Stadia to give us something to get excited about because there's nothing really out there for Stadia to get excited about. If you look at their 2022 lineup, it is Mia, uh, and that's and that's being nice. There's nothing there to get yourself going, this, I want to play in Stadia. And I really hope they, they, they come out with some sort of roadmap just to get us excited again uh, about Stadia and not have to worry about going into these gaming conferences and not having any logos or anything like that. Uh, GFM, I just want them to get a big publisher on board or, or a couple of them to start uh, expanding out their content. Uh, Luna uh, expansion. 
um, more channels. And again, this is all nice and quick. Xbox, I want Xbox this year to give us a tease of their cloud-only games that, you're, that, that they're cooking up. It might still be a bit early for it, but I would love to see their cloud-only games. Uh, PlayStation now is the is the the curveball out from all of the, the, the known entities out here. They could do something big, or it could be just a ticking over and just doing the rebrand, which, which is rumoured to be happening here soon. So uh, it's going to be an interesting sort of time. Okay, so who takes it twenty twenty two? Who do you see like dominating? Dominating? I don't see anybody dominating. I don't okay. think there's going to be a big out and out winner. I think it's going to be a year of fragmentation and more everybody going to be about the same. And I I hope it again. The only one I can see maybe thrown as a big massive curveball is PlayStation uh, for this year. Okay, fair enough. Thanks for that. How about you, gamer? Twenty twenty two predictions for each cloud game platform, and which one do you think kills it this year? Yeah, um, I think to save time, I'll I'll just agree with both Duncan and um, Jerry regarding. Um, everyone has to step it up. Um, we need to see more parity and um, across each platform regarding consistency, infrastructure-wise, and performance for the users. Um, but I think a dark horse is going to be Stadia's uh, white labeling service. To Duncan's point, the fragmentation, I think Stadia is onto something big there. And um, if they can continue to prove product market fit with that side of the business, I, I do have concerns for Stadia as a storefront, but do I believe it'll ever go away? No, it probably won't. They'll. It might take a, a sort of a backseat shift to the white labeling service because I can see that really, really blossoming and becoming something huge for Google um, because the tech just works and it works phenomenally. And um, users that probably would be interested in the white labeling service, uh, such as the AT&T people. Um, maybe there's another brand or hell, you might see rental car services jumping into this thing, right? <laughs> While you wait, wait for a car, jump on and hey, play some games, right? right. It's, these are all the opportunities that are available here. And Stadia's hardware is the best at that. So uh, it's the best regarding the consistent experience. So that business can be even better than what Stadia had intended with um you know with the storefront um so that's my dark horse in terms of who takes this whole thing i think that's going to be tough but i i believe xbox will continue to blow us away with content and improvements to the service in 2022 i hear that good stuff gamer man my kids today man i don't know what's going on i think my wife fell asleep but uh how about you tito where do you see this uh, platform going 2022 and who do you see coming out on top? Well, um, first of all, I'm quite bad for predictions so whatever I'm going to say now probably is not going to happen. And in any case, uh, to be honest, uh, I consider Stadia at the moment a failure, but I don't, I struggle to believe that it's going to be a failure in the long term. Uh, I don't think they will kind of white label and, you know, chase the business model anytime soon. But again, I, I, I really think Stadia will win in the future, will, will be one of, uh, one of the winners in the future. 
again, I, I don't see it happening in Q1, probably not in Q2, but I'm guessing that Google is waiting for, I don't know which year, which semester, trimester to spend the money and, and start bringing titles and so on. So I, I really cannot believe that they launched Stadia. All the good uh, criticism they have at the beginning, you know, the positive reviews. Last year it was crap for most of the people. Again, not for everyone. I know a lot of people is enjoying it. But for most of the people, it was a disappointment. And I struggle to believe 2022 is going to be the same for Australia. I think they're going to do much better. When? I got no idea. But I, I think it will be, you know, they will uh, impress people again. Um, what I would like to see from Stadia, better image quality. As simple as that. That's my main, the main thing that I don't like about Stadia. And now, moving on to GeForce Now. Again, my favorite service. But I think that this is, going, is the one that is going to be have a more difficult year. Why? Uh, all the publishers benefit from having their games on Game Pass, on PlayStation Now, on Amazon Luna. If those companies want this big game, let's say Tekken, Dragon Ball Fighters, or whatever, they have to pay a big check to the publisher. NVIDIA is not paying anyone. And some of those publishers are going to say, okay, I give you money, Amazon, I give you money, Microsoft or Sony. But they are going to say, okay, I give you the money, but you cannot put the your game on any other cloud gaming service. So I'm not very positive in terms of popular titles for NVIDIA GeForce now. Hopefully I'm wrong, like usually with all my predictions. And, and that's, how, that's how I see it. Now, uh, Xbox Cloud Gaming, uh, Game Pass is, is amazing. Honestly, I have an Series X, Game Pass is amazing. But I don't know how much room for improvement they have. The reason why I say that is because we all had GeForce Now as foundation priority, right? Users. And we saw that how, if you are connected to one server as a founder, then later you connect uh, to the same server as a 30, 80 member, the latency improves. Or not the latency, but you know, the feeling of having a more smooth experience, less input lag. Uh, that says to me that how powerful the computer or the console is affects a lot uh, the feeling of smooth gameplay that you're going to have. And Series X is a very powerful console, but I don't know if it's powerful enough for them to improve the feeling of, you know, having a smooth gameplay experience input like free. So I don't know what's the, you know, where is, what is the limit for, for X, Xbox Cloud Gaming. Library is amazing, I know. It's, they don't have more games than GeForce now, but they have the mainstream games, and that's what most people care about. Um, so... It will keep improving, but I don't know how much, to be honest, when it comes to Xbox Cloud. And now, PlayStation Now, uh, as I always say, they just need to push the button. They have a PlayStation 4 remote play for Android. They have PlayStation Now for PCs. So they just need to push the button, merge it, you know, and we can have PlayStation Now on TVs, and that's, that will be massive. And the last one, uh, Amazon Luna. I think it could be one of the winners. Why? Because it has the best of the Stadia and the best of GeForce Now. It runs on Windows, at least till now, till date. No, it runs from win on Windows servers, so they don't need to do any ports with the Stadia. And it's like kind of a Stadia experience, console-like experience. So if they manage to, you know, to release their product, their service in Europe this year, if they manage to get servers to give 4K uh, streaming quality, Luna will be easily the winner of the year. But yeah, let's see. As I always say, you know, whatever I say I, I predict is not going to happen. So <laughs> but those are my predictions.
True, true. I like it. I like it. Well, we'll see again next year. We'll come back and and do the same thing here. But I I think a lot of you guys are right on right. Stadia again, twenty twenty one. Let's just say it was the year of laying the foundation, right? So going forward, Stadia get more games, right? Improve marketing. That's that's all I ask, right? Again, if they can work on getting most of the AAA games that releases third-party-wise, I think they'll be fine. Amazon Luna, pick it up. Slow-paced. If they can get the 4K rolling, get more channels, have a storefront, I feel like they'll be good. Um, but again, the foundation, well, they hardly laid any foundation in 2021. But I, I feel like they have the most work to do to catch up right now. But... Again, we always say they have prime, and once they push that, they should be fine, right? That rhymed. But anyway, um, yeah, Amazon Luna potential there. I would have to say Xbox Cloud Gaming, bring your storefront, uh, improve quality, con- like let consistency be a thing with performance. Get your 4K, my goodness, get 4K, get Android TV support. I know a lot of people wanting this stupid dongle that I don't think they need, right? Just make your app available on Android TV and push 4K through it. I don't see why that's so difficult unless you're money-hungry, Microsoft. But make that be a thing, right? I want to be able to play my Xbox games on my Android TV in 4K. Hopefully, it's not too much to ask for, right? But... That's what they have to do. Sony, we know they're working on some stuff. They they might be the sleeping giant, right? Again, we'll see what um, Project Spartacus is all about. should be announced here in about two months, so not too long. Um, but again, if, if they can rival what Microsoft is doing with Game Pass in their release, which I doubt, but improve performance, get PlayStation Now on more devices instead of just Windows-based, I think they should be fine. Shadow PC is another beast too, um, which we know they're working on stuff. But yeah, this is going to be a great year for cloud gaming, great year for gaming as a whole. Um, but I think it'll be cool to come back next year, do this again, and see how close these companies got to what we are predicting here. But yeah, fellas, that is the show. Appreciate you guys watching. Going to give give the members chance to let you guys know what they're doing where you can find them uh so to get started holds what do you do sir and where can people find you so i'm usually a cloud enthusiast that you can actually see me on a lot of other people's podcasts and panels throughout the year and all that but now i finally got off my backside and set up my um, obs with melon set up my avatar set up my logo behind me and all my all my text so i'm ready to go so i just need to pick a game and pick a topic and off i go so with the cloud gaming club so I hope people that tune in in, in whatever panel or podcasts, please come along and say hi. And we'll yeah. discuss everything clouds or clouds hardware hybrid approach. Do you do you have like a date of streaming or like a day where you officially? It's it's going to be one of them games where when I'm starting from the first hour, I'm going to click stream and poof. I go. <laughs> cool. So whatever game, it could be God of War, it could be Monster Hunter Rise, it could be hey. it could be something in the clouds, it could be um, I don't know, Life is Strange remastered, or it's gotta be something that I have to start from the start. Cool, cool. We've been pushing you, man. It's pretty cool to see it finally happening. But yeah, definitely make sure you give Holtz a look. This is exciting stuff, man. Gamer, what do you do? Where can people find you, sir? 
Uh, you know, uh, find me on Twitter and right here, man. <laughs> that, that's pretty much it right now. So busy with, with life stuff. So, uh, yeah, just tune in right here if you want me. Cool, man. It's good to see you, gamer. GTP, sir, what do you do? Where can people find you? Firstly, I'm just going to say, Holtz better be done teasing us because it's been like a year and a half that he's been, he's been about to do this. I'm like, dude, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for this content so I can absorb Holtz more. I, I, finally, just got back, I just finally got back to standing up and I'm just watching, oh. energetic and play games with everyone and talk about it. I, 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 I still absolutely love how you describe a lot of the games that you play and a lot of them are ones I don't even dip into and it gets me so interested. So I've been bugging you for over a year to get it going. So it's going to be great. Um, you guys know Game Tech Planet, YouTube, Discord, uh, Twitter, variety content for cloud consoles, PC, whatever. Um, I do it all. So if you're interested, go check it out. Cool, cool, man. Good to see you, GTP. It's good uh, to be t- back. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's fun, fun discussion pieces, man. Good stuff. Tito, what do you do, sir? Where can people find you? Sorry. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, Tino, where can you find me? Uh, for my españoles y latinos, GeForce Now in Español Twitter account, GeForce Now in Español YouTube channel, GeForce Now in Español uh, Twitch, where we just you know hold live talks like this one, but in Spanish. And now I'm going to start helping Ace, Marchi, and Halmoki with Cloud Gaming Extreme in Español. <laughs> so those are all the places where you, where you can find me. Yeah, you speak Spanish. If not, well, of course you can. They're welcome to visit and talk to me. <laughs> Good stuff. Good to have you on here, Tito. Good take on the discussion pieces for sure. Yeah, welcome. Save... Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. We saved the best for last, of course. Duncan, sir, what do you do? Where can people find you? That's for that. Uh, you can find us at uh, Cloudy with Games. We've got a whole lot, a whole stack of stuff coming, which is going to be interesting. We've got a some very interesting videos coming out. There's one which just dropped tonight. If you if you're a Shield TV user. It's be very uh, interesting for you because if if you don't like going through all the keyboard and mouse stuff on your Shield TV, did you know there was an app? We show you that there is. Ooh. Oh, yes, we have to work bringing. We 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 were just assuming everybody knew about it, and people didn't. So wow, that's there you cool. Go. That's cool. Check that out, guys. That's awesome. Good stuff. Good to have you on here, Duncan, for sure. So just uh, want to give a shout out. I'm terrible at this, so uh, I'm just want to be better. So Brian, thank you for super shine uh, in the stream and all our members too. Really appreciate you guys supporting us. So thank you, Brian. And yeah, that is the show, guys. We will catch you guys next time. We are back officially to streaming saturday 2 p.m pst so look forward to seeing you guys next time appreciate the polls appreciate you guys participating in the chat we'll catch you guys next time peace out